Welcome to the Guts to Share Deeply podcast. I'm your host, Krista, and I'm your host, Brittany. Do you have the guts to share deeply? We do. Welcome to season two. It is season two of our very own podcast. I know. I cannot believe like we're already here. I can't believe that actually a year ago this month is when we started talking about starting our own podcast and like being very serious about it. I know it's been a year since we thought of the like idea. Yeah, it was January. I know we like sat down at one point and I think I brought it up and was like, like, because we had kind of brushed over the idea and we both love podcasts. So we just like kind of talked about like, we should do our own one day. We got a lot to talk about. Yeah, (laughs) And we've kind of like brushed over the idea. And then it was a year ago in January that we like actually sat down and I was like, do you want to really do a podcast? Like, do you want to do it with me? (laughs) They're like, yes. And we're like, let's do it. It was funny because I was also kind of thinking the same thing. Yeah. Of just wanting to start one. And then like, I know it took so much work, but like going through the name, the name was the hardest thing. And now it just, it feels right. And I think we had to also give it some time to feel right. We didn't want to like rush and post a podcast, like publish everything and like not have the right name. I think that Mm -hmm. was such a big deal to us. And we went through a lot of different names and variations of the name. And then Mm -hmm. I, I think I talked about how I came up with this name, like what made me think of it. And I know it was like at church and during a sermon and like something was mentioned about like having the guts to, you know, get deep. And I was kind of like, Oh, I've never heard of like, I think it was like being gut deep is what was said. And I was like, I never heard of like kind of the term, like, you know, you hear people being like getting deep or, um, I don't know, but like, I didn't hear the term like gut deep before. Mm -hmm. And then it like made me kind of look into it. I'm like looking up if there's any podcast kind of called that and there wasn't, um, and just like different variations. And then we kind of sat down and discussed it and we're like writing out a bunch of variations and, you know, came up with the name. So it's been a lot of hard work and I can't believe though it's already been a year and now like it is very easy just to kind of like get ready set everything up like we already know what we're doing um especially now this second time around yeah um feels a lot more comfortable so yeah I'm definitely personally looking so forward to like we have so much ideas so many episodes written down and I know last time that was a little hard too like coming up with like the ideas what episodes to do what to talk about it's like you go through so much trying to plan it right especially the first time and you're new and it's like what do we talk about what do we you know and yeah now also so much other people have just podcasts have blown up and we knew that was going to happen too so much people have made podcasts mm-hmm. but you also can get some good ideas from other people too and you're like oh you you could talk about something like that you know or share like that or whatever it is um so I think that's helped the second time around too to be like you know, we're not in a box, you know, we don't want our podcast to be in a box. We Mm -hmm. should be able to talk about anything, whether it's like super deep or just surface fun about us personally, about whatever, maybe our opinions on things, like whatever it is, it, you don't have to be boxed in. Yeah. So it's like, we can talk about anything. (laughs) And, um, maybe last year could feel a little boxed in because we were sharing more like personal things. And that was kind of our thing Mm -hmm. for the first season was like just really sharing about our childhood or upbringing or story, like getting very personal and kind of in that box. But now we're like, 
the sky's the limit. Like we can yeah. just talk about anything. Why not? <laughs> anything yeah. at all. Like nothing's off the table, we feel like. Um, so that's what we're doing. So I'm really excited for that. I'm really excited to make all these episodes, start sharing them and um, bring it to people and all that. So we thought this episode was kind of, I know we're like a month late. This is going to be like February that we post this. <laughs> um, but it's just because we're recording in January. Um, but still happy new year. It's yes. New year, new season. Um, so we thought it would be kind of a fun idea um, to jot down like at least three uh, goals that we have personally for this year that we want to share. And if you all also want to share any of your goals, please feel free to comment below, uh, maybe a goal or a couple, uh, that you have for 2024. Um, so I'll let you start. So if you want to start with, uh, your first goal in mind, what is your personal first goal? (laughs) So my first one is to complete the G the G, the G, the G, uh, the G, the GED. Yes. Um, that's something that I've been trying to accomplish, I would say, the the last couple of years. Um, but, like, I do feel ready more so now to just, like, yeah. knock it out and, and, and to get it done. And just so people are clear, the GED is, like, getting our diploma. It's, like, graduating school <laughs> yeah it's just, just in different... case some people don't know what that is some people don't but it is a diploma um it is the equivalent of the diploma um and actually in our state of maryland like we get an actual diploma completing the gd um it's just like a different name yeah. and it might yeah. mean a little bit of a different thing too but it's basically the same thing yes so so given like um if anybody's watched back on our story or maybe you're new here and you don't know we were unschooled yeah. So we did not receive uh, our diplomas or like complete our education or anything or really learn any of this. Yeah. So, yeah, that is where we're at. So that is a great goal. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Yeah. So um, another goal of mine is to save money and to budget well. Yes. Okay. Now, um, adulting coming through. <laughs> I really need to be doing that. Yeah. Money's tight, tight, tight these days. <laughs> and yep. um, I've even just like started a budget, I would say like a year ago. And you had helped me get started with that because yes. you were always so good with it. <laughs> so yeah. you taught me how to like um, just start. And that has really helped. And I'm still trying to do it. But, you know, here and there, I've kind of like slacked or just oh, yeah. didn't just keep up Me with too. it you know yeah um but I'm doing it this this but I will be doing it this year and I'm going to stick with it yes I love that yeah I can agree with that I don't have that written down but I totally agree with that <laughs> yeah and I know like I appreciate you saying that like I helped you but I'm like yeah it's true too though like I fall off so many times Mm-hmm. And that happens, especially as like being young and like I'm trying to still learn about like budgeting your money well, investing, like what to do with your money, so many things like that. And of course, when like you have bills that are just endless and growing, I know it gets very hard. And it um, just helps to like, but, you know, like to 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 organize as well. Yeah, because I'm all about that. Like I love being being 
organized. Yeah. Um, so that just helps to have it like have it all in one place and you know that it's all right there. Yeah. And like, I know we have like the planner books and we write a lot of stuff down and something we do a little tip, a little budgeting tip. We, um, have a calendar each, like specifically for our bills for the month. So like we get an extra calendar. You could just pick it up at like a dollar tree for literally a dollar 25. Um, and we use that calendar specifically, um, you know, we each do this uh, to put in like our bills. So let's say the first, like rent, uh, you know, car insurance, maybe a car payment, maybe, like whatever you have. And then it could be like on the 15th, electrics due, maybe a credit card's due, maybe like whatever bills you have. And you would put whenever they're due um, on the calendar, on the date. And I know you have yours was a great idea hung up in your room. Yes. Um, so you can also just, that's a way to manage it. Keep track of it every day. You can look at that, remind yourself, remind yourself when a bill's coming up, then you don't miss payments. Then that's also kind of keeping a mental track of like, okay, I need to be making that money, you know? Um, and also I know on my calendar, I put, um, like every Sunday I'll put whatever I made for the week. Mm -hmm. So I'm also keeping track of like what I'm making and then where it's going kind of bills wise and everything. And then you can at least see it. Yes. Yeah. You know, without having to keep it in mind. Yes. Because it's, you know, easy to forget yeah. or to just not know when it's, you know, when, when something is due or, you know. How much you need. How much you need. <laughs> so just being able to go to a spot and to see it there really and helps. And if you can, like, also keep track, you know, I'm going to be honest, I'm not the best with this. I think you've done it better than me, actually. Um, but keeping track of, like, I know some people, like, keep track of, like, literally what they spend daily could be on like literally a soda, groceries, obviously your gas, like whatever. And I know people will also write that down like daily. And I will say I'm terrible about that. I definitely can like forget that so easily. Maybe if I hang mine up in my room, <laughs> remember <laughs> that should be a goal of mine this year is to do that. Yeah. Um, I think you've been a lot better at that aspect. Um, but that is a tip too. If you're a person that can stay on top of that, like kind of logging your expenses daily or even weekly, um, I think that also helps obviously in budgeting. That's, that's one of the things you are supposed to do, um, to kind of like see where your money's going to, like what you're spending it on. I did do that a few times more consistently and it did help. Um, but to be honest, like I use my cards a lot so that I can go back on the activity and look if I'm forgetting to like write it down. I actually try not to use as much cash because that's where I'll forget where my money went. And I feel like mm -hmm. you can go a lot quicker and then I'm like, where'd that money go that I had? Now I have this bill. So I actually prefer using my card more. So I am keeping more track and I'm not just like throwing money out. So I feel like that's a little bit, you know, maybe a little tip that's better for me. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I can like go back. So yeah, but also like keep, if you do write down too, I don't know if you do anymore, but like keeping track kind of like what you're spending too. Yes, I am. Bills. I am yeah. like writing it all down. I knew you were good about that. Yeah. Well, there was a time where I wasn't doing that. Because right. I got like <laughs> lazy about it, but yes. then I started back, and um, I do think it really helps as well. That's good. I should like incorporate that into mine this year and like, really try to stick with that aspect. I feel like I need to put it on the fridge. Or put it on a calendar. Maybe we both need to. Like I feel like Not we need just... to put it on our fridge, like to log every day what we spent. Like keep receipts. Right. And I am good about actually like keeping receipts and stuff. Maybe. So like I need to. Look maybe back. it's like, like easier to do that on a calendar or to have it where it's like yeah. hanging up than just right. writing it inside a book 
Yeah. I don't know if maybe that would be more helpful. I think it would. You yeah. know? Yeah. Because then you wouldn't, like, forget as much or something. like. Right. Yeah. But definitely the calendar idea and putting your big, important, you know, monthly bills on the calendar. I feel like that's helped us, like, stay on track so much. And so that's a good, yes. like, budgeting uh, tip <laughs> thing to do. So, But I love that goal. I, it's going to be my fourth. <laughs> For sure. Cool. All right. So my third is to journal regularly. Ooh. I love to write, but um, I don't write as much as I could. And I'm not sure why that is. Um, and like, I, I used to write in books and like, I would like journal when I was younger, um, more so, but yeah, like in recent years, I just, well, actually like in recent years I have been like, like I would do it more, like more, but yeah, like I actually want to do that like daily. Yeah. Um, and just keep track of like, you know, my feelings and kind of like my state of mind. Yeah. And just it just helps to like clear out your mind as well and to have it written down on paper to see where you're at um, and what you're really like experiencing. That's true. I like that a lot. And it does help. Like it really can help you even just like feel, feel, feel to feel better afterwards. Yes. I agree with that. I've been like naturally I did step away from it too for like a long time Mm -hmm. and then like lately I've actually been like I have it like on my pillow on my bed I've been like (laughs) journaling actually and that's the only way I'll remember to do it too (laughs) I know because then I'll forget about it (laughs) yeah I can't put it on the night I'll forget about that I have a journal so I need to like have it on like on my bed to just write (laughs) me too too. it's gonna be on the bed with the pen right um that's definitely that's a little hack too you know if you're bad I remember put it right on your bed no excuse um yeah, but then I'll mm, this is bad. I'll procrastinate actually writing in the book, and, that, and I'll start TikToking. And that <laughs> too, I know. Like procrastinate sitting right next to me, it's so bad. <sighs> it's like but. then you don't get, then you're not in the mood, and then you'd rather do something yeah. else. And it's like, but I thought you wanted to write, you know? You just yeah. gotta sit down and make yourself do it. Put the phone too. Down. Yeah. But I have been actually doing it. It's actually more. I'll wake up in the middle of the night. And then if I'm, like, having anxiety and, like, really thinking about something, then I'll be, like, turn on the light. Like, you know, um, turn on the light, get the paper out, start writing. And I'll actually do it, like, in the middle of the night. (laughs) That's good because at least (laughs) it's, like, there's no, like, certain time where where you have to do it. Right. It could be any time. Yeah. You know? And that's probably even, like, a, like, a, like, like, a better approach. Yeah. And it's fresh. Yeah. Because when you know you have, well, not have to, but when you know, like, you want to write, but when you go to sit down and, like, your mind's sort of maybe blank and you don't know, like, what to start writing, it can kind of feel, like, forced. Yes. And just, and then you're not, then then you just don't feel like it. Yeah. It it is good to maybe be more in the moment. But that's why I keep it on the pillow. But in the moment. I wake up, you know what I'm saying? I just have a dream. I'm like... Because if it was, like, across the room, I'm not getting up in the middle of the night, but maybe I should be writing something out. But, like... <laughs> yeah, or if you're, like, so. you know, maybe feeling something very, like, 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 intensely. Yeah. Um, then go straight to where you're, where you're, yeah. your, your, 
your journal is and start writing. Yeah, I do feel it, but I have been doing it more lately and I am happy I'm getting back to doing it and it does help so much to like, especially just like getting out your feelings because you can just like sit there, give yourself like, I feel like I can easily like get into an anxiety attack and like mm-hmm. be so upset and then it's like, it's just all in my head, you know, it's like you want to explode. So it's like definitely getting the journal out and just like starting to put it down on paper. I feel like that does help like me tremendously and I am happy that I've been like getting back into that lately. Um, so I also want to continue journaling and doing that this year too. Yes, I think it's a great thing. Yeah. And it's it's a good thing to turn to. Yes, it's healthy. Like, it's a healthy, it's healthy. thing. Yes. You know, because I know it's we have distractions healing. of all kinds. Yeah. And it's easier, obviously, to maybe start scrolling on your phone, doing something yeah. like that when you're feeling some way and you're like, ah, oh, like it's just so intense and you're, or you're just having like anxiety. But then it's like, well, why not just go write about it? Exactly. You know? I agree. Yeah, that's a great So that's one. what I'm trying to do more of that's and be better great. at. It's all great stuff. You're going to be a great human being by the end of the <laughs> camera. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, okay, so I guess I'll share mine. Okay. Uh, my first one is the same as you, complete the GED. So also right now, we actually just started on Thursday. We are going through yet again um, a course classes to complete our GED um, and start testing and stuff. So we're actually doing that together right now. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm already proud of that. You know, we got to like give ourselves a pat on the back for that already. Like we're, we are actually doing it. We're going after the goal. We're actively trying to accomplish it this year. And I do also feel ready. I feel kind of like a difference. I feel like the last few Mm -hmm. years, I think a lot of what we were going through with family and stuff personally definitely like it was such a distraction and so heavy on our mind it's like we even if we did go through a course or something it's like we just couldn't like even get to the point of taking the actual test and complete it so much else was like overshadowing I definitely feel like for us um personally and it's definitely like kept us from doing that um and now that it feels like for the first time in our lives that's not happening and like things are kind of like settling down and we're just like going even things are much healthier around us you know we're not going through all of the family issues and trauma that we had been going through all these like literally up until last year um it's it's definitely not the forefront anymore which is so weird but it's definitely not like our daily life anymore so now it's like we can actually stop and like focus on like ourselves and like what we need to accomplish what we need to do in our life like getting the GED and not having everything like cloud our mind so that's kind of weird to get used to thinking that like it's not a daily thing anymore like it's not our life anymore to be like having issues every single day um or living in that but thank god I am happy about that and we are finally able to focus on ourselves and what we need to accomplish in our lives so I feel like that is what what is the difference this time around and I feel like this year is just going to be all that like you know like just not having all those issues so present anymore and we can just keep focusing on ourselves like get the GED complete that and um actually have the the capacity and the space in our mind to do that it feels like that we are able to move forward now yes so I'm 
I think that's why, like, I'm going to say it right now. I mean, it is definitely our hope. Like, I think obviously our number one goal to complete it this year. And I really see that happening for us as long as we do stay focused and stay keeping distractions away. But also because, like, the reality is, is that we're finally done with that in our lives. Like, the height of how bad everything was for so many years. And we are able to actually focus on ourselves and, like, focus on this and complete it because of that like we have the brain space to and the energy to do it now so I just have a feeling like we're gonna actually complete it this year (laughs) and pass these tests um so yeah pray and hope um but that is also mine um two would be (laughs) let me see what did I do first Mm, okay two would be become content being alone (laughs) That is a good one. We know my struggle. Um, I was in a relationship for nearly six years. And that's like all I feel like I've known. I mean, from age 17 to 23, I was in a relationship. (laughs) And like, even before that, maybe I was dating some. And I just feel like um, I wasn't content being alone. I definitely feel like I've had like a lonely issue, if you will. And I think just being deprived of, you know, love, affection, attention, um, emotional availability by like our parent or even parents um, growing up and with all that was going on, being so deprived of that, I feel like at least for myself, I started definitely looking for that in like romantic partners. Um, And I guess just like, having someone around kind of could like fill that void and like I recognize that and that's not good like I feel like that's not good you know obviously to you know put on somebody else that's not good you know to have in myself none of that um and I feel like I definitely have had such hard time being alone like it's definitely been a couple things when I was obviously still living at home and we were going through things we were going through first of all I couldn't even sleep alone like that was one of the things I would always be waking up I would have such terrible nightmares. I was having sleep paralysis. I mean, my sleep has never been good. And then like living on our own, I feel like I'd really struggle, you know, sleeping on my own. Um, and so when I got in a relationship and I had a partner to sleep over or then when I lived with, you know, for a time and like just even sleeping together, it's like, I felt like I could maybe actually sleep through the night kind of thing. And I've struggled like, even just being alone in that very simple sense, like sleeping alone. I feel like I need someone in the room. It doesn't really matter who it is. It was just like, I felt like I could need someone in the room to even sleep because I'd have scary like sleep paralysis. I mean, that's like terrifying. If anyone knows about sleep paralysis, like it's literally when you can't move at all and you, but you wake up, your eyes are wide open. You could see things in the room. You could feel something. You can hear certain things. And like I would, and it is terrifying. And then when like you wake up from that, it's like the biggest panic panic attack, at least for me, like ever. And it was just like, it felt so scary. And I went through that, you know, for so long. And it it really only felt like I didn't have that if someone was sleeping in the room with me. (sighs) And I know that can be a part of like uh, my brain being um, like hyperactive, hyper alert because of how we grew up. And being woken up from sleep into like a traumatic situation. So I became naturally very hyper alert. I'm always like listening out. I'm always thinking. Mm -hmm. And so sleep has been very hard for me. And like it still is. Um, 
But now being alone, like for the first time ever, I have no fear sleeping alone. And I never thought that would go away. Mm. I actually have no fear sleeping alone. Even if you've been gone overnight, I actually have no fear. And I used to feel so scared. Even in our um, in our family home with so many people there, like it's not like I was ever alone, but sleeping in my own room, having the door all the way shut, that would be a thing. Mm. Uh, it's like I would feel so scared. I never knew what it was. I would just feel so scared. And probably just like with the traumatic situation we were in, it was obviously making me feel that way. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, that's almost like one of the most simplest yet like biggest parts of like I need to learn to sleep alone. You know, um, and I do feel like I'm at that point. I now can like sleep solid through the night for the most part. Um, I'm not, I actually haven't had sleep paralysis in so long. Thank God. Um, and I kind of more rarely have nightmares, you know, they're kind of far in between. Um, so although I definitely have more like nighttime anxiety, I definitely still like wake up all throughout the night and I can wake up in anxiety and things like that like I said it's definitely more like far and few in between and um so I think I I have like I think now I am okay sleeping alone I feel I feel okay sleeping alone which feel good about it feels nice (laughs) so um I guess I'm kind of getting there but definitely overall like being content being alone um you know just like going from I mean first of all grow up in a big family all of us kids like I feel like we always had each other someone's always around um and then it's like going from that and then getting in a relationship or it was like dating then got in a serious relationship and like that six years of my life I never felt like completely alone and I never felt um like fully content just like with myself you know um and I think that also made me tolerate so much I never should have with so many different people could be friends, not just my, you know, previous relationship, but friends. Um, and then my relationship, other dating. And it's like, I I don't love myself. I'm not okay being alone. Maybe I had a void. I feel like I had to fill maybe just overall anxiety, feeling like I'm being abandoned. Like if I'm alone, like, or something ended, like that just all (laughs) plays into it for me. And I'm, like, actively trying so hard to work on that. Um, So it's still very present. But I just want to be content being alone, taking myself out, going shopping by myself, literally sitting at the house alone. Like, whatever it is, and not feeling like I need someone to fill a void and not feeling like I need someone to ease my anxiety or abandonment issues. And I don't want to put that on anyone either, ever again. Um. So, yeah, I just, like, want to be content being me by myself. (laughs) Um, Well, well, that's a really good, good, that's a really good one to have. And I like how you mentioned down to the smallest of things. Yes. You know, being alone, like, in general. Yeah. Like, anywhere, you know? Yeah. Um, It can be very simple. Eating alone. (laughs) <laughs> going to the store a lot especially if you've been in a relationship you're used to literally doing that with someone yeah sometimes I so don't like <laughs> like doing certain things alone or wish but it's just like you kind of get used to it but yeah. I know that there's people that have like a bigger like issue with it especially if they were used to doing stuff with someone yeah. for so long that it's like oh this feels weird to be eating alone yeah like in my like house right now like what yeah <laughs> yeah everything can feel very weird 
Um, but yeah, I, it's been a big self love journey, you know, at the end of the day too, I gotta know my self worth. I gotta love myself. I gotta be happy with myself. I gotta be happy being alone with myself. Um, it really is all that a person should be a plus and they should be a bonus. And it's like, I don't want to put that on someone and I don't, you know, want to feel like I need someone either. You know, it's like they should be a bonus, not something to fill that. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. So that's OK. And then um, number three would be I'm already taking out this. OK, but it's happening. Number three, okay, I got all year is to work on my health. So what I eat, fitness and like also just trying um, different health things like, OK, like um People take like the health or not health, the cold baths or showers, like turning it really cold. Do that. I have not gotten myself to I do that. I don't think yet. I can ever do that. I mean, it's winter right now. Let me do that in the summer. You know what I'm saying? That's going to hit during <laughs> summer. Right now, while it's like 20 degrees outside and it's been snowing every day suddenly, um, when I get in the shower, it's for the purpose that I am freezing. I'm shivering literally. I need to get warm for the night. I'm not about to make myself cold. And I, the last thing I want to do when I wake up freezing cold in the morning is to like get in a freezing cold jar. Now it has so many benefits. I literally want to do that, but right now it's cold. So like, that's going to wait till summer. I already know. Okay. But I think, I, I think that's smart. Have, I want to do the best. <laughs> like, <laughs> ooh, That one's a hard one. So maybe I shouldn't even say that, but I can like, I do want to like what I eat. Okay. So the last couple of years, I definitely have like, I have not cared at all what I eat. And I feel like it's healthy because I feel like with the way we grew up and we've discussed this on our podcast with the body um, image issues uh, podcast, we discussed all about that. Why I definitely had like, I still do, but such bad, like uh, self body image um, insecurity, you know, that being put on me from our mother um, and feeling like I have to watch what I eat, feeling like I have to be skinny, um, being put down about my body you know, I'm, I feel like I'm low-key and like always have insecurity about my body. Um, that's probably never going to go away kind of thing. Um, but the last couple of years, you know, I think I went from a really bad relationship with my body and self-image and food because of our upbringing and what our mother like put on us to like, you know what? I like loving myself. I love myself. I love my body. I can be thicker. You know, I know I am. I don't want to feel like I, can't eat anything like I didn't want to have an unhealthy relationship with food Mm -hmm. but now I feel like I've kind of gone to the side of like um you know I I guess I just became so careless maybe and like you know I don't ever want to feel like again that I um how I felt not like that like not unhealthy relationship with food I never would want that but when I say eat better I just mean um just like you know you you definitely don't want to like be drinking sodas every day like stuff that is probably actually crap for your body that like you should kind of pay attention to. And I just mean goals for myself. Like I'm trying to drink either half or a full gallon of water a day. Again, I used to do Mm -hmm. that too. Like I feel like that's healthy. You know, I am trying to like maybe less going out and getting a milkshake and just like not, (laughs) and you know, instead just eat something a little better. Um, you know, and, and also I could skip meals a lot still. 
I still feel like I was doing that. Like just like skipping the lunch, skipping the snacks, skipping breakfast. And like that's still not healthy. Um, It's like you don't have to be eating necessarily just junk to be unhealthy either. So I'm also trying to like start my morning off with the yogurt, the berries, you know, some kind of protein maybe. And like even just like actually eating too, but like eating better. So I feel better. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's just what I mean about like the food aspect. Um, and I do, you know, between the fibromyalgia, all that's been going on, like I have not been working out at all the last couple of years and not eating the best. So I definitely feel like I have gained some weight and all this and that. And I am getting into like my mid twenties. Like I'm like, I do want to take care of my body young. And while I feel like I kind of can, and before maybe I would feel like it could get bad, because I do know about myself. I am someone that like can I can put on weight like that. You know, I can. That's just the truth about me. I can put on weight very easily. So I do want to, in a healthy approach, watch it. And I do want to, you know, feel comfortable and confident. And if for me that does mean like eating better or getting back into kind of working out, like that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't want to do it for the wrong reasons. I want to do it for the right reasons. And I feel like this time it would be for the right reasons. So yeah that's how I feel and I do want to get back into like working out and stuff like that well I I also agree with you on the whole like health thing too and just taking better care of like your body and exercising more too even if it's just going for a walk yeah every day yeah you know start start small don't start off like you've got to do everything all at once yeah and Um, I I just want to like try like the cold baths I was saying even like taking care of like um know your skin i want to be better about my skincare my hair care my nail care um i want to like you said maybe just take a walk get outside get fresh air like i'm talking about that you know i want to get more physically healthy but like in those healthy ways right um take the vitamins you know what i'm saying be on top of that Mm -hmm. drinking the more water like i just mean that you know um so yeah that is definitely a goal of mine this year and i guess something i want to talk about there that both me and you had kind of done the end of last year is our what I like to call pit healing journey like we could do a whole pack podcast on this but I'm gonna talk about it right now (laughs) so this is something I'm talking about like when I'm like trying to get healthy so I've gone on a personal armpit healing journey so here's what I've done so I've started getting my armpits waxed I've stopped shaving because shaving gives me really bad razor bumps. I feel like it's never been a good thing. Also, you have to do it like every freaking day. I mean, I grow. My hair is thick. It is dark. It grows like that. So I hated that anyway. So I started waxing and I ended up getting um, getting gifted yay, um, a wax kit from home. So I do it myself now. So that saves a lot of money. I do think it's very expensive to go to someone. So if you can get your own wax kit off Amazon, it's so easy. Do it from home. Um, saves so much money. But so I do that and I wax my armpits and then like you got into it too. But I was doing it for the purpose of I literally called it like my pit healing journey. I've heard a lot about that also on the internet. I got into researching about it. So I stopped using deodorant. I started waxing. I started using magnesium oil on my pits. Um, I also would maybe mix some peppermint oil. You could do like rose. You could do any kind of essential oils like you like the smell of. You could kind of mix them in the magnesium oil. I have a spray. I spray that on my pits. And that's also supposed to like, they say if you have stench, like if you really are smelling, if your pits are bad, they say it's because of a, a magnesium deficiency. 
So that's where I kind of got into that part with my research. So that's why I started like treating it, putting the magnesium oil on. I feel like it totally cured. I feel like I used to have smelly armpits, totally cured it. I feel like I never stink anymore. Like tell me if I stink, but I feel like I literally (laughs) don't. And that is me like not even using deodorant. Now, recently I got a clean deodorant. So I'm actually still a little bit like hesitant about using it because I just really feel like Honestly, I could just use magnesium oil and like not even need it, but I did get like a clean one and it supposedly has like nothing, you know, unclean in it and it does have a nice smell and I will use that if I'm like going dancing or like maybe going out more, doing more activity where maybe I I just still mentally, I could be afraid that like you could stink, like I could stink. Um, and I do feel like that's really nice and helps, but I do like that it's a clean one, if you will. So I think it's still better than one of like a crappy one that you're really putting they say like chemicals in your pits that could cause you have like health issues down the line so mm-hmm. like I'm trying to cut that out so I did at the end of last year then I kind of got you into that um so that is my pit healing journey and I'm still going on that I'm still doing that so now like I don't even have to wax but maybe once a month once every like three weeks or something so that's so nice too and no razor bumps no irritation nothing it's so nice um yes yes it is it's great ever since i started i'm like i am i am i am uh not not i am i am uh never never going back yeah and i know like i don't know maybe people would have i don't care about mixed reviews about like waxing or something but like what the heck is healthy about a razor giving you razor bumps and like rashes and reacting badly when I was putting the magnesium oil on that's actually where I started noticing it really bad and shaving I started stinging and itching so bad and like why am I putting something natural and healthy on and it's making me itch and sting so bad and it was from shaving from the razor bumps you could see the razor bumps appear and I'm like I need to heal this I need to heal my skin Mm -hmm. under there you know, and that can cause like the color to be off in your skin. And I was like, that's not healthy. Yeah, no. So that's why I went to waxing and I've never gotten any kind of rash or razor bumps, anything bad from waxing personally. And I think it's totally healed that obviously none of that comes up. I'm not itchy anymore. I'm not. And like shaving would do that to me. And I'm like, that can't be healthy. Come on. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm really just on a journey and like I use all natural body soap, uh, you know, the face soap, like um, stuff like that. So, yeah. Well, I definitely need journey. to start <laughs> using the the oil that you said. Magnesium oil, yes. Yeah, because I haven't yet. Yeah, girl, you I need to. I really spring. need to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that that's would help me a lot. And then even taking the magnesium. You know, again, they, if you're deficient and like it's causing you to smell, they say you should be taking magnesium, and I do that too. So now I am also take, taking that as well. Okay. Yeah. And you don't stink. I'll be smelling you. I'm just saying. I mean, you uh, be stinky. hopefully not. <laughs> <laughs> you got your magnesium up. I think you're good. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, there's my pit healing journey. There's That's the health I'm talking about. So that's what I want to stick with. Um, yeah. So, well, I'm glad we talked about it. We talked Me about too. our goals and this is our season two. Happy New Year, everybody. Yes. Happy, happy New Year. Yes. And I think we both are just looking so forward to continuing our podcast. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening.